What up everybody And welcome to another episode of The Black Expat Podcast My name is Kyle and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys For yet another episode I have some great news y'all I am back home Right, I am back home I had to take a little quick break from travel stories Because there was a bunch of weddings There was a lot of travel that I was preparing for And you know I've been talking about this for a while I wanted to get back into the the travel streets as I've been traveling through America. You know, I went to some great places, went to San Antonio, went to uh, California, I went back home to Chicago, which is always a great time. Went to Vegas for the first time. Like I had been doing a lot of domestic travel and it was wonderful, right? I absolutely loved it. But for those of you guys who have been following and listening to my podcast for ages, you know what really tickles my fancy, what really drives me and where my passion lies and always has lied is in international travel, right? And just travel in general. Travel in general does that for me. I enjoyed every moment of travel in America. But, you know, there's just something about stepping on a plane for more than five hours <laughs> and going 10, 12, in this case, 20 hours, uh, two flights, not just one, um, from Austin to California, California to Taiwan. There's just something different about it. And there was definitely something, and there is definitely something, as I'm still in Taiwan, something different about, you know, my time back here in Taiwan. The quick Cliff Notes version, for those of you guys that that haven't listened to all nearly 200 episodes, I think this may be the 200th episode um, of the Black Expat Podcast. Shout out to me. Uh, You don't know, I, I lived and worked in Taiwan for 12, 13 years, right? What I started was in leadership development. Right. I started as a teacher, six months later promoted to manager, and then I was directing and leading educational leadership teams for almost six or seven years. Then I was like, man, I need more. I want more. In between those times, I was traveling to many a countries. Right, I traveled to 50 countries, and they were amazing, mostly in Asia, but also dabbled in Africa, dabbled in Australia. Now, I went to a lot of different places, and I was like, man, I really want to share what I'm experiencing and what I'm doing with the world. That's where my travel company came, my budget travel company. That's where this podcast originated from. You know, my want, my need, my desire to just share what I had going on, what I was doing, and let everyone know, hey, there's more out here than what we think, than what I thought. Um, And there's so much more to see. And then from that came my own bar and art gallery out here in Taiwan. But of course, the pandemic changed and that changed everything, right? I had to close it down and I had to restart. I poured my life, soul, life savings, everything into, you know, what I thought was the was the highest peak. I thought I had reached it, right? I thought I'd accomplished everything I needed to accomplish. I'm like, man, I'm feeling great. I have my own part. I have ownership. Like this is what I've been working ten years for at that point. And then it was in the blink of an eye, it was like, man, a hard reset. It was a hard reset. It was like, hey, I have to close it down. Pretty much lost everything. You have to go back home. Right. And at that time, Taiwan was home. I'd been there for 12 years. I had friends. I you know, I had relationships that I had for six or seven years, not romantic, just friendships. Um, I had family right? I had a dog like I, I was so grounded in Taiwan um, that that was home for me. And going back to America was just a visit to visit my family. Right. The only thing that really stops people or the biggest thing that really stops people from living abroad and having these experiences, as we know, is family. Because you're so locked down and locked into them um, because they are everything to you and they're everything to me. So the hard reset, 
right? It was it was a hard reset. I had to go back home. Um, and then it was adjusting to work culture here. Remember, I hadn't worked in America in 12 years. It was adjusting to social life here. Hell, it was adjusting to the cost of everything here. It was just astounding. And I didn't realize that I talked through it. I podcasted through it. But I didn't really understand what I was going to until, you know, reflection is everything, until I had reached the point where I was comfortable. I was so uncomfortable because I had to get reacclimated to everything. I had to readjust to everything. I had to rebuild financially. I was so uncomfortable that I wasn't able to reflect and really think deeply about what I was going through. Now, fast forward. Now I'm back here in Taiwan and it's been two and a half years and the pandemic has come and gone and Taiwan has changed. Inflation hit Taiwan too, in case you guys are wondering. There's definitely inflation here. Um, but now I'm back here in Taiwan. And it's not necessarily a hard reset, but it's a it's a difference in understanding, right? It's my life from returning home to now I'm back abroad. And I can't say Taiwan is my home. It'll always be my home, but it's not my home home because I don't have a home here, right? Um, but I, I have a place to stay. I have a place to live, um, but it's not mine, right? It's not my place. So it's a hard reset here too, but not as hard as it was in America. And honestly, it feels different. And here's how it is different. When I was here in Taiwan, I had so much control, meaning I was acclimated. I had friendship groups set up. I had, I just had so many things that I knew. Like I knew what I was doing. I knew where I was um, because when I left, you know, I left a lot of things behind. I sold everything. I didn't leave anything behind except my, except my motorcycle. I didn't leave anything behind. And when I had come to Taiwan, the thing that I realized is that I had to build so many bridges and so many friendships and so many ways of navigating and understanding the island because I was and am a foreigner here. It's my home, but I'm not from here. So I needed a lot of help with things because I didn't understand, right? I understand when people come to America and it's not the country they're from, they immigrate in. There's so much that you don't understand that you're just learning on top of trying to figure things out like where to live, how to live, where to buy groceries. All these things I went through back in America. Where's the best place to go grocery shopping? And I reverted back to, oh, this is where my mom went, so I, I must go. Right? It took me three, four, five, six months to figure out, I'm not my mom. We don't eat the same. My diet is different. Where do I go to the gym? There's so many things to navigate that I realize I'm having to re-navigate being back here in Taiwan. Just because I, I'm literally starting over from scratch. I have all this wealth of knowledge, but, you know, Buildings have moved. Businesses have changed. The 7-Elevens are still the same and the majority of it is still the same. But how I lived my life was so different then. Again, I owned a bar, so I lived in that bar, right? I, I worked at a school for eight years and another one for three years. So I had such a solid foundation that it was easy to adjust, easy to change, easy to live. Now, I'm not saying it's hard now. It's just very, very different. And one thing that I did take for granted and I didn't self-reflect on, right? I knew it at the time and I talked about it at the time. I was like, man, this is great. First and only black owned bar in Taiwan. I mean, this is great. I'm a, probably the first black director at a private local school here in Taiwan, right? I'm hiring all these people of color. I'm, I'm changing the landscape of teaching, right? I'm building these phenomenal, diverse teams, people from all over the world, from, from England, from like, I'm doing all these things, right? But I never in my opinion, took the time to really, truly reflect on the impact I was having. 
I just thought what I was doing was great. And I came back to Taiwan and I recently met with uh, old friends and people who weren't built businesses because they stepped foot in the bar and had conversations with not me, with other people who were trying to build. Um, and I've had friends just tell me like, man, Carl, like you, you really did a lot while you were here. Uh, you really did inspire me. Like, man, I'm building my business now because of some of the things that you did. Um, and, you know, and you guys were trailblazers in a lot of ways. I mean, my other, my former business partner. So it's like, it's weird because my feelings and emotions when I came back were just all over the place. All over the place. My last memory of Taiwan, sadly, was pain. Right? The pandemic had caused me to lose the thing that I had worked so hard for for 10 years. I had to leave it behind. And it, it wasn't just that because I poured everything into it. It was my friendship group. It was my dog. It was my things. My rock band guitar set, which surprisingly is very, very hard to find these days. That was the last memory I had. So it was kind of shocking thinking about coming back. I was nervous, which is weird, right? You're like, man, you lived there for 20 years. What were you nervous about? Just nervous. Like, how would I react? How would I adjust? So PTSD slid up in there. Like, man, you're going back to like this, that the height of your happiness was here, but also the pit of your downfall as well. You know, it's different when I was going back home to America because I knew I was going home to my family. Yeah, no matter what, go back to family. We need a hard reset. Those of us blessed with the great family like I am. That's where the hard reset is because that's where all the love and family can be anything, right? It can be immediate family, it can be friends that feel like family, it can be family you built. That's where all the love and support is, where you need it to be, right? And here, while I have family, you know, my, my, my in-laws and my wife to support, it's just very, very different. Like I found myself feeling uncomfortable, but you know what the, what the amazing thing is? As soon as I hopped on a scooter, everything changed. I'm scooting around, I'm understanding the streets, I'm speaking more Chinese, I'm understanding things. And then I saw the change. Because Taiwan was very different from year one of me being here to now, 15 years later. Year one was a lot of stares, a lot of not knowing what to eat. My language skills weren't that good. Like I tell people I ate dumplings for basically six months straight because I couldn't figure out where else to go and eat. I had dumplings for dinner. I had other stuff for lunch because I had coworkers who would take me out for lunch. But in dinner, it was like, hey, you'll figure it out. And it was just dumpling, dumpling, dumplings. It was the party scene. You party very differently in your 20s than you do in your 30s. I'll tell you that right now. At least I do. Right? It was how to get around. You know, I went from a small house to a, to a bigger house, to a biggest house, then back down, then back up. The social scene is very different. Navigating that. Taiwan is way more technolog technologically advanced than it was back then. You can get a bike for 10 cents and ride it to your next destination, drop that bike off, and, you, and that's it. You don't need to take a scooter. You don't need to drive a car. It's more crowded than it was before, I'll tell you that. But there's so many differences in how to get around just in the two and a half years I've been gone. But what it's forced me to do is reflect on the changes in the past 15 years in Taiwan. And I guess I'm now seeing my change and my growth too as a result of that. Now, it's hard to see in trauma. It's hard to see when you're sad, when you're trying to problem solve, right? But when I really break down my evolution, right, again, from teacher to director to travel business owner to podcaster to bar owner, 
It's like, man, I really leveled up as Taiwan in a way leveled up. And that's the type of progression that I'm, I'm proud of, right? I love to see. Now, the other side of that is what I talk about and what my passion is in is the travel aspect. Like this is a, this is a travel experience for me, a different one, because I'm coming back and I do want to travel the island differently than I did before. Like granted, I was making good money. I wasn't making the best money while I was here. So I still traveled on a budget. And not to say that I'm not on the budget now, but I'm making American dollars in Taiwan. So it's just a different budget altogether. But I say that to say now I'm like, okay, I want to go to Sun Moon Lake. I can stay at a hotel instead of a hostel. Hostel was our thing back then. Cheap, saved money, allowed us more time to, to do activities. Okay, now I'm traveling a little bit older. Now I can hike and go to the nice hiking ranges with appropriate shoes. Okay, now I can go to these restaurants that before I would go once a month. Now I can go more often. Right? I can seek out similar restaurants and go more often because I'm just in a position to do so. Fortunate position, but a position to do so nonetheless. But the travel aspect, what it made me realize, again, international travel is just different for me. And it may just be a me thing. But what it made me realize is that, man, I love this. I know you guys are like, duh, you talk about travel all the time. It's your job, it's your podcast. But no, 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 no. I love this. I feel comfortable, comfortably uncomfortable. I'm like, man, this is new. This is odd. I have to figure this out. And I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm immediately, my mind, like right now, I'm my, my, entrepreneur, my entrepreneurial mind clicked on as soon as I got in Taiwan. It's like, it took no time where it's like, oh, I can do this, but I can do that. Oh, I should start doing this more consistently. I want to I wanna pivot here. I want to pivot there. Instantaneously, you all. I'm thinking about, man, Bali would be cool right now. I really want to go to Japan. I really want to see this place. Oh, what if I, what if we just took a weekend trip here? A completely different mindset than what I have in America. America for me was about getting to the weekend. I mean, I can't wait to Friday. And then what happened on Friday? Probably going out to a friend's house, going out to have a drink, meeting up. And there's nothing wrong with these things at all. It's just not for me. It's for me in doses. Hey, I go back to America for three months, kick it. All about friends, all about family. Again, I love the fact that when I was in Taiwan, whenever I went home, it was a month, two weeks, three months. Everything I did was about friends and family. And I felt like that was more impactful and meaningful and fulfilling than the holidays going back. And I still have to work. And I'm torn between you know, want to do things that I want to do in family because I'm like, well, I'm back home in America, so I'm not too far away. But my family absorbs me. It's different. It's like, oh, well, you should come back more often now that you're here. I'm like, well, it's expensive. Well, it's like, oh, well, sure. You know, it's a completely different mindset because when I came back home before, it was, hey, welcome back. Oh, man, let's do everything. Man, we miss you. Let's talk. What's going on? How's it going? And it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just different. It's like, oh yeah, you're, you came back in January and now it's March. You're back here again. Hey, what's up? You know, it just feels differently, but it's just a fact. And like, not to say that my family don't have great moments. I don't enjoy every second of that. And I'd say that they don't miss me, but it's just, it's just a different feeling. And outside of family for me, it's just, it's the, it's the mundanity, the mundanity and the, and the, the repetition of what my week looks like what my month feels like what my year 
is going to be. I know what you're thinking. Well, just make it a point to pack a bag and travel internationally. It's hard to do in America unless you're going to South America and or a cruise or Mexico because it's the travel time, the amount of time it takes. Right now I'm in Taiwan. I can get to Korea, Japan, uh, most of, all of Southeast Asia, China, even Australia, Portugal, all under 10 hours. Spain, under 10 hours. Five hours just, just to get to Seattle from Austin. Five, six hours to get to New York. Three, four, five hours to get to Florida from where I'm at. Now, Chicago, I'm lucky, kind of in the middle. But those are long-ass flights. And then it's a layover to get to another place. I, I was spoiled by the convenience of it all. And I'm not mad at that. I'm happy about it. I'm thrilled by it. Even if I'm going to the same places, I'm going to different parts of the same places. People think of Japan and think of Tokyo. No, no, no. There's more than just Tokyo. Kyoto. Hiroshima. So many other places to see. Islands, Okinawa, islands off the coast of Japan. Places within there. Kanazawa. There's so many other places to see that some a week just ain't going to cut it sometimes. Same with America. And again, I'm not saying that I don't love where I'm from. I don't love my, I love it. But for me, what drives me, what fuels me is travel, is new things, is experiencing different things, being comfortably uncomfortable. What, like, okay, being a black man in America, no matter where I go, I'm uncomfortable. But when I go to California, man, it's, it's different, but it's American. I go to Chicago, man, it's different. It's cool, but it's American. I go to Florida, man, I love the beaches, but it's still American. Culturally, it's still the same. I just have to adapt to, to, to maps and GPS. And I'm going to do maybe different things. But sometimes even those different things feel the same just in a new place. When I go to Japan, it's very, very different in a new place. Korea, very, very different in a new place. Bali, completely there. Philippines, which I definitely want to explore more. And I realize this is me. I know you guys are probably tired of listening to me talk about me, but maybe you can relate in a different way. What profession did you do? What job did you have? What friendship made you feel more like you? What calling will you do it? You're like, man, this inspires me and drives me every single day, every single moment. Life home and the journey abroad for me, it's just been, it's been a whirlwind and I'm still really processing it. Like, how do I actually feel being back in a place that brought me so much joy. Like, how do I actually feel being back in a place where I saw the, a pit in a part of downfall? Like, how does it feel being back here and being married? Right? I'm not drinking a lot, which I want to stop. I stopped doing a while ago anyway, but like, I'm not situated around bar culture or expat culture or foreigner culture in Taiwan. I got family here. Like, we chilling. I have an amazing job where I have, you know, the ability to go travel to different places and work in different cafes. <clears throat> Again, I was teaching for a very long. I'm not a teacher anymore. My life doesn't revolve around that community. People still act like the other day I was swimming in, in my apartment building and, you know, the lifeguard was there because you have to Taiwan law. You have to have a lifeguard there, guys. Um, and they were like, oh, you're a student. I was like, oh, no, thank you. Are you a teacher? No. 
still comes up because like the only two things they can associate porn is with here usually not everybody is your teacher it's teaching that was a huge it is a huge part of my identity i loved teaching it still sparks me in small doses i don't like the the red tape and the administration that comes with teaching which is why i moved to leadership i didn't like the way that i had to communicate in leadership because it was always seemingly deceptive always having to convince instead of everybody being on the same page and working towards the same goal because then it's not leadership becomes ideas and support execution and efficiency love those things love it drives me inspires me love it so i mean again this is a very long episode because i just had a lot on my mind thank you guys for giving me the space to talk um it was just a lot like those of you guys have heard me talk about travel and talk about taiwan and how much i love it like you know it's a huge part of me and a huge part of where my podcast has come from and people i've have been blessed and fortunate enough to interview it's, it's a huge part of it one that i certainly won't take for granted and i don't take for granted and now as i'm in in the travel space where my passion lies i guess interesting i thought i'm like man taiwan i used to say this all the time i guess it's just fact out taiwan is a not the best place to visit but a great place to live but now i'm in the mode of convincing people to come visit taiwan so i came back to visit taiwan because i don't want to speak from a place where i don't know what i'm talking about right i like that's why I'm going to visit all these places in Asia because I help people travel throughout Asia now, my new company. So I'm like, let me get reacclimated to it. I need to freshen up to these experiences because if I'm going to be talking about it, I want to know what I'm talking about. Plain and simple. Now I'm like, man, Taiwan actually is pretty cool to visit. It's good to know somebody though. <laughs> you know, like, hey, if I can be here in Taiwan when you come to visit, I'd be your guide. I can do that. <laughs> like, you'd love it. It's a different experience with someone you know. But me being back, I made it a point to just do things on my own. Like, yeah, I have a wife. She's Taiwanese. She can help me. She can speak. She can translate. Family members here. But no, no, no. I need to walk around on my own. I need to get lost. I need to figure out. I need to pay bills. Pay bills on my own. Right? Because, hello, I need to. I need to figure it out. I need to have these fresh new experiences that I can say, hey, you know, I just came back from Taiwan. This is what I experienced. Yeah, I lived there 15 years. It would have been different. But I went back and I had, I had, a traveler's experience. Something new, something fresh, something riveting. Thank you guys for rocking with me on my journey of self-discovery and explaining how it feels just to go back to a place you came from a long time ago and just processing it. Now, I know sometimes it says, you know, leave the past in the past. And some things I definitely have left in the past. Right? Some actions, some mannerisms, some ways of thinking, some ways of being. But sometimes going back in the past is a good thing as a reminder of where you came from, what you did, who you impacted, who you influenced. But most importantly, who you were in that moment that made you great and reminded you of that element in case it got lost. What made me the best version of myself is that I was not afraid of a challenge. I did not back down. I did not run from anything. I embraced new things. I embraced the indifferent. And as someone told me today, which I didn't realize about myself, I took care of people. Sometimes more than myself. That was a prime objective of me. If I was going to get you to come live and work in Taiwan, again, over 150 people, I wanted you to feel safe, secure, and that you knew what you were doing, that you needed me for maybe the first two weeks, 
first month. But after that, you were self-sufficient. You were confident. You could build a life. The evidence is that people I've hired are still here. Beyond me, in leadership roles, in management roles, built their own businesses, created their own companies, built their own communities. That is the evidence. And it helps that I went back and talked to them. They're like, yeah, man, like this is, thank you. This was from you. Like you were a big part of that. And I wasn't young enough and too young and didn't understand that I was, how, how much you were actually helping back in the day. But now that I do, and I'm still here, so thank you. And I have a lot of thank yous to give out for people who have helped me be here. One of my good friends I've known since I came to Taiwan, I made sure to meet up with her and say, man, thank you. You helped me in so many ways. Without you, I don't know, you know, what would have happened or, who, or how I could have been inspired in a different way. Life home and a journey abroad has been quite the journey. Well worth it. <laughs> and now I'm excited to see what comes next. Y'all already know what's coming, more episodes, because I have way more think pieces to drop about Taiwan um, and about, you know, I'm traveling back to Thailand in the few with one of my best friends from home, uh, my best friend from home, actually, Blake, like I'm going possibly to Bali, I'm going to Korea all in October, so y'all about to get some content. A lot of people when I talk to, they don't, they don't think about traveling to Southeast Asia and they're scared, like, oh, I don't know where it even comes from. Y'all, it's okay. I've been doing it for a while and you can do it too. Also... Come, come to me. Come to Origin. That's my travel company. We'll, we'll definitely help you get there. <laughs> I'll help you get there. I'll be your personal travel curator. That's what I do now. So yeah, thank you guys deeply um, for listening, for tuning in to yet another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. You guys know what time it is. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Another two travel stories coming up from some amazing colleagues I work with, both Brian and Yana, and I'm so excited. To just have these people on. Um, they're based in Spain. No, sorry. Yeah, one is based in Spain. The other one's based in places I can't pronounce. Not even gonna lie to you. Um, or I actually just forgot. Um, but it's amazing. You know, they they've been all over Europe uh, and that part of the world. So it's the part of the world that I've been to, but not as extensively. So I'm excited for them to share, you know, their stories and for you guys to learn about. Hey, maybe I want to travel there. So make sure you tune into these next episodes. They're great. I promise. I'm Carl. The back expat. We out, champ.